Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome. Eric Fisk is here. Eric Fisk is pretty liming Todd Griffin. Howdy ho. Changed it up that time. Didn't go with the double howdies. <laughs> well, well, now you, yeah, you, you've never howdy howdied me. You howdy howdy people that we, That's for true. example, yeah. Howard here. Howdy Howard. Howdy howdy Howard. Howard Howard Howard. <laughs> howdy, Greetings howdy. and salutations, Howard. Welcome. Uh, we have four people in the room. Chime in. Check in. <laughs> Sorry. Love hanging fruit. <laughs> this is episode 70 of the Play By Ear podcast. Welcome, one, welcome all, as I said. Uh, look at our website. Blah. Todd. There we go. Oh. Sorry, I was sending w- you guys w- a text. W- <laughs> <laughs> www.playbyyearpodcast.com. You can find out about our show. We will speak of some things in regard to our website here as we go along. Now my phone is vibrating because Todd's that's me. text. Yes, that's you. You're there. Kirsten's here. Hello, Kirsten. Kirsten. <laughs> Brady has not switched it up as far as his, as his greetings go. <laughs> Just the uh, repeating of the first name in a very, I don't even know, it's a high-pitched voice. Kirsten! All right. Uh, so if you've not been here before, uh, once again, we uh, each bring a topic to the table. We talk 20-ish minutes on each topic, and uh, I say ish because ish usually is the case. Uh, we kind of exhaust the topic, I guess. We'd, we, we, we try to contain ourselves in that 20 minutes, and it sometimes works better than other times, but never quite on the 20. But see, in a way, I was thinking about this here a while back. And I was thinking, you know, could we stick to our 20 minutes? Yes. Would the podcast be shorter? Yes. Would it be more concise? Yes. But given the nature of our podcast in that we do not rehearse and that we do not study up on these topics and things like that, I think it's more impressive that we can talk for 50 minutes about coleslaw than, than 20 minutes. Anyone can talk 20 minutes about coleslaw. Oh, wow, indeed. But can you we- talk 50 minutes about coleslaw and still have more to say when we're when we're done because we we're can. impressive and we say so that's right it's and all we matters. can flog that deceased equine miss <laughs> <laughs> wilson your butt is here hey. ready to unite hi miss wilson miss wilson okay <laughs> 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 you tried it don't ever do it again <laughs> <laughs> Bree is in the house. Bree will never join us again if she gets that sort of uh, <laughs> greeting and salutation. Yeah. <laughs> Hall of Famer Savannah Brown in the house. That's Savannah. Howdy ho. All right. See, I am. I'm going howdy ho tonight. You're back to your old it's habits. What, it's what you're getting. No howdy howdy is my old <laughs> habit. We're going howdy ho tonight for better or worse. 
Not to be confused with the Mr. Hanky. Howdy ho, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So uh, we are in order on the screen as we will uh, present our topics. Uh, John, welcome. Hello, Hello John. John. So, John, John, do you and Savannah like watch? Are, are you in the same place watching on? Because Savannah's on Facebook, John's on YouTube, or are you in different locations? That, that's that's the question. Or yeah. are they sitting on couch on the couch with separate cell phones watching the same show and commenting? Well, yeah, and they may each have different comments. So, I mean, exactly. it's smart to watch on two different outlets there. Yeah, so, but we, but we do appreciate that. We do. All right, Brady. Um, before you go, Brady, I, I wanted to put this up here. I'm going to share the screen here. Oh, no. Share it. Share it. Share it. Because um, I, I do want to thank our earbuds. And I I talk about um, how uh, our numbers, you know, we're always looking at our numbers. What, what, what are the numbers? What are the numbers? Well, I'm, I'm probably more geekish about that than, than the two of them are. But uh, nope, that's today. Let's go all time here. If it'll, all right. Oh. Okay, so let's go weekly. That's what I want. That's what I want to show. Oh. Okay, so as you can see down here below, we uh, each of those little purple dots represents a show. And this grid shows our uh, weekly listenership. And we were talking about how, you know, people get things to do in the summer and, and the listenership goes down a little bit, which is understandable. We're not blaming anybody for that. But earbuds, thank you. Look at that. Holy cow. Last, last week, we go from 86 plays last or two weeks ago to last week, 214 wow. plays. So uh, nice. well, well, welcome back. Welcome back. And only 185 of them were us. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Thank you, all 15 of you. <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. I didn't listen to it one time. <laughs> yeah, right, I right. haven't got to this week. John answered the question. Yes, we're in the same place. Because, again, you may have different things to say, and that's good. All right, Brady, I'm sorry. I'm, I've been rambling. Oh, no. All good. Go ahead. So I struggled with finding a topic this week, as you fellas know. and um, But then after I kind of this was put forth i really got to thinking about it because it's something that's kind of like bothered me for years somewhat but let me i digress let me get to it we are ranking the best launchables um thank you todd for sending me this sending me this and um you're welcome uh, a rant that i have gone on before i had children um, back in my days as a uh, day camp counselor while I was still in college and a youth. Um, but I was horrified when Lunchables first came out because I was like, in what universe is this an accepted lunch? The, the, in, and I, I assumed they called it Lunchables because Snackables was already taken. So we're, are they related? Are they in the same family? That, that I don't know. I, I haven't quite... Um, dug into it that much yet like can, can we can someone out there listening i'm sure someone can tell us what year was the lunchable put forth for consumers I'm we can go look 90s. it up we yeah. can look it up but i think somebody else could probably probably find We're telling you all out there to get a job <laughs> look this up 
I'm looking it up, but I'm not going to share it because okay. I, I yep. want to. I want audience participation, and I want to see if they're correct. What okay. Brady said, '90s, but give me get some more, get more specific. I'm going to say late '90s. Late '90s. Uh, I'm going to go earlier. I'm going to say 1992. I know the answer. Oh, you know the answer. I do know the answer. So, uh, but uh, like I said, we'll, we'll see if the audience comes up with it. But go ahead, Brady. Well, they have these uh, ranked. This person, um, and I've never heard of this website, but it's called Sweetie High, H-I-G-H, Sweetie High, not Sweetie Hello. But it's a definitive ranking of Lunchables from worst to best. So I do want to start off by saying I was disappointed for Todd and Eric that there is no, um, th there is no treat Lunchables. No spam lunchables, spamables. No sweet. But hey, how perfect would treat lunchable? You treatables. They would, that's that's perfect. That's a treatable. That is a that is a money making uh, slogan right there. Treatables. Right there. Uh, treatables for every hobo on the move. Uh, but um, keep yeah. your friends I'm, close I'm, and your enemies closer with treatables. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm I'm trying to make my best lurch from Adam's family, Sam. Uh, <laughs> All right, so um, here we go. It is time to start off with number 15. And full disclosure, forewarning, some of these are so similar that um, I can kind of lump them together. But okay, Br Brady, before you start here, I want to ask mm -hmm. a question because you, you made the comment that when you were a camp counselor at the while, you looked at these Lunchables and you thought that's not an acceptable lunch. So you were you were concerned about the nutritional well-being of your children there at camp is that what you're saying yes are you were you blaming the parents for laziness is that what you were doing in no, your mind it, it, no it's just like i mean a busy day of camp and you have two crackers two pieces of um of pepperoni that could probably go under the electron microscope to be identified um yeah and not even a fun size. You, I, you know how you hate fun size, Eric. Well, let's just not, say the size fun. of this crunch bar was uh, ecstatically happy fun size because it was tiny. It was minute. Well, because we have we have two basic sizes of Lunchables. You got your half size, your half rectangle, your square, if you will, and you have your rectangle. And the rectangle has more meat, more cracker, more cheese, and a larger a larger sweet treat. And the, the, half, the half has <laughs> right. as half. I'd say it's about half as much. Um, but I think one of them is meant more for a, sma a snack, and one of them is meant more for a lunch. Uh, but I digress. <laughs> I, I actually think they're perfect. I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, I'm probably going to like every one of the ones on this list because <laughs> I think it's perfect because when you, you have a, a Ritz cracker, and there's nothing more annoying than when you have a, a giant piece of ham that you have to either fold to, to sit between the two crackers, you have to cut it. You have to, you know, it, it's always misshapen. The, the ratio, <laughs> the ratio is always off between meat and cracker. But Lunchable fixed all that. They took all the math out of it. They just made it perfectly sized. You couldn't have, you couldn't have thought of it any better. I mean, it's perfect. Oh, I think I could have. <laughs> no, sir. Yes. No, but how long would you have to – I mean, granted, I always looked at it kind of like, well, you can buy your own lunch meat and cheese and crackers and stuff. But again, then you have the labor of cutting them all perfectly uh, round and, and your then, cheese it, perfectly round. And you got to fix them like on the Tom and Jerry cartoons, like when they're eating a bunch of like 
baloney, ham and bread. They deal it like cards, like they're cutting a card deck and go and it like it's like yeah. one giant sandwich. <laughs> and put well, it together. Plus, and and I'm always a fan of taking uh, of changing the ratio up a little bit. And you take two discs of meat, two meat discs, <laughs> two ham rounds, and you and you put a, a cracker a be rhombus. a cracker betwixt them. <laughs> so like you a, have a double decker. You, but, sort but, of. Well, but it's kind of like my hot fudge cake preference. I want two ice cream squares. <laughs> I want two squares of ice cream and one square of cake. <laughs> Sorry, Brady. Go ahead and get into the list. <laughs> this is great. I'm this passionate like, about this. You're passionate about your hot fudge cake. Okay, okay Brady. I'm going to cut you off again. I will not let you get started. I feel like John Bobbitt here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, ouch. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I, got, I got real horrific real fast. I, I, I do have guesses from the audience about when Lunchables were invented. Uh, Bree says 1989, which is a great year in history, by the way. Yes. Uh, Howard says 95. An even Savannah. better year in history. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll agree to disagree. Uh, Savannah and Allison. Allison, welcome. Another Hall of Famer. Both say 1988. Uh, John, a little bit less specific there, says 80s. Should I give the answer? Please, because I want to know this. Give it. All right. Uh, it. Tom Bailey invented the concept and product known as the Lunchable. Eastern High School Eastern graduate Tom Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Not Eastern's Tom Bailey, I don't believe. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't I, that be I, weird if it was? And like I, nobody, yeah. I mean, just, You've been holding out on us all uh, these years. And, unless he created said concept when he was like 10. Uh, Ooh, so that gives us a hint. There's a clue. Uh, Lunchables was designed in the year 1985 by Bob Drain, Tom Bailey, Jeff James, and Deborah Jeruso. It took four people to invent the Lunchable. Well, because you had one person working on the chi, one person working on the meat, one person working on the cracker disc, and one person <laughs> one trying to figure out how to... Snack and and one, yes, I want one person working on that pathetic little candy bar that's in there. Yeah. yeah. Here's your fragment of a M&M. It's or only it, M&M. It's, it, it, the Chips Ahoy, but it's just Chip Ahoy. It's, <laughs> it's actually just Chip Uh. I was thinking it was more like Chi. <laughs> ch it's not, it's not Choy. Choy. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a Bible school song, like, mm, and what? Okay, you one know. more one more little fun fact about the Lunchable. Do <laughs> you know why it was invented? What, what was the oh, purpose? Yeah. The purpose was not to put so many delectable, savory morsels in one little tray, segmented tray. The purpose of the Lunchable was so Oscar Mayer could sell more bologna. That was the purpose. <laughs> Baloney pushers. Change so there my you lighting. go. There you go. Yeah, that makes sense, though, if you think about it. Yeah. yeah. It does. All right, Brady, I, I will not cut you <laughs> off anymore before you get started in the topic. All uh, right. Other than to say welcome to Christy Rocky, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, Christy. April Flowers in the house. Welcome. Okay, Brady, go ahead. All right. Number 15 on the list is the uploaded six-inch ham an American sub sandwich. The uploaded, I don't know what designates an uploaded one. Um, I think it's probably got to do with uh, obviously some kind of gaming, but anyway. So hang on a minute. This is the one, this is one with a sub in it? Yes. 
has a full sandwich. No cracker discs. Uh, well, it says at first glance, this appears to be a pretty hearty lunch, but it mo- it's mostly disappointing. It consists of a six-inch sub bun, Oscar Mayer ham, Kraft American cheese slices with mayo. Ooh, but the <laughs> elements combine to form a dry, bland meal. Despite six thin slices of sorry, chi. Wait a minute, I lost my place. That's a lot of chi. That is a lot of chi. Um, there, there's four slices of ham and there's way too much bread. Sounds like some, sounds like it's a big old bread loaf with some few thin slices on it. So he, they just said it was their least favorite because it was bland and too much bread. I didn't even know that they had one with entire sandwiches in there. I I got to still sell them. I want to try, and it's six inches long. Yes. I mean, it's definitely not in the little square, half half square then. No, that's going to have to be in a larger container. But piggybacking is number 14. It's the uploaded six-inch turkey and cheddar. They said the complaints were the same, um, although the American cheese was a little bit better and not as dry as the other. So less dry gets it one click above. What was the difference in the cheese again? One was American, one was cheddar? Yes, yes. So the people that uploaded these lunch bowls hopefully downloaded them someplace else. That just occurred to me. <laughs> but um, all right, here you go, Todd. This is I think what I'm you're guessing the up. down uh, download speed was much faster than the uploading speed. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> or somebody would have hurled <laughs> failure to upload. Anyway, um, okay, here you go, Todd. Number thirteen is the ham and American cracker stacker. Cracker stacker. You know, Cracker, and chi, a winning combination. The did ham, you ever see someone eat those things? I don't. I, I can't remember who it was, but I know I used to go to school with someone who would literally put the entire stack, everything up, and eat it in one bite. Like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. That Yeah, that is not savoring the, the goodness that is a Lunchable. <laughs> no. No, it is not. So how 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 tall was the stack of chi and cracker pretty, and pr- meat? Pretty tall, pretty tall. I mean, I'm going eight four, and one four one and a, bite, four four and a half inches. Well, it was a mess. God. I mean, they it was a cr- mouth? crumbs and uh, uh, you know, just a mess. It was probably more for show than anything. I just remember probably. someone doing that, but thought they were wasting. Now that is wasteful. <laughs> um, I just want to about the American cracker stacker. They were complaining that it's um, a rich cracker, but rubbery cheese. It's <laughs> 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 bouncing. Um, all right. Number 12, piggybacking, is the ham and cheddar cracker stacker. So one was the uh, – this person puts the American cheese below the cheddar cheese, and both they're the same kind, and they didn't like them at all. So, at least. So cr- Clearly, this person has a hang-up with American Dry cheese. Dry American cheese. Yeah. Um, number 11 is a, the turkey cracker stagger. <laughs> it's a turkey and American. Again, I think the taste and texture of the turkey cracker are simply better than the ham ones. They're less rubbery. But See, this the, combination the, still, uh, yeah. The, to me, the turkey always looked worse than the ham, and the turkey had more like uh, like blood vessels and stuff in it. I mean, it had yeah. more like uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it 
The ham had a nice, consistent sheen and hue across the entire thing. But the turkey, I remember, like, every once in a while you could turn it a little way and it looked like an oil, you know, an oil like an oil puddle in the, in the parking lot? The, the prismatic. Yeah, the prismatic uh, oil yeah. slick. Uh, <laughs> like the kid either hit up the acid or his turkey is actually multicolored. I, I, I want neither the word sheen nor hue used in relation to my ham. Sure you do. It's, it, it has to have a color to it. It has to have a good color. You don't want, you wouldn't want to get a piece of ham and it be purple. Like, you know, I mean, it's purple or navy ham. blue. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just had this vision in my mind of Prince doing this commercial for purple ham. <laughs> He's, he would be too much of an artist to totally do that. So, um, Continue going. Number, I'm going to skip ahead because this guy just riffs on the cracker stackers in which cheese and meat combo. But I want to skip to number eight, the chicken dunks. Chicken dunks. I'm guessing so a nugget? Are, yeah, well, I, yeah. My mind once again conjures up a chicken striking the Michael Jordan pose <laughs> like a chicken dunk. But So... Sorry. so this is the first one we've come to where I would think would need to be warm. Okay, so that that that's a good segue here because I'm gonna put this. Bree Bree says her kids like the chicken nugget lunchable. Okay, so that's kind of my hang up too. I, I could not sit, and maybe I could as a kid, but I mean I I'm in a fair amount of uh, elementary lunchrooms. <laughs> And you you see the Lunchables with, like, the chicken nuggets, the cold chicken nuggets. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> well, I will say this. Chicken nuggets were, they're a little, we were a little before the chicken nugget craze. Uh, and chicken finger craze and things like that that, that, uh, you know, that, that make up a lot of the... Uh, the diet of a youth these days. Why well, chicken um, patties every day for lunch? Oh, and chicken patties, high. yeah. That, now patties, that's different. That's a different story. Patties. And we had chicken nuggets and steak nuggets. We've talked about this on this on this yeah. podcast before. But I'm saying like the chicken nugget craze, like like you know, like my kids went through a phase there where like all they would eat was chicken were chicken nuggets. You know that that kind of we never had that when we were kids. Yeah. Um, but. I, I question that also. So, Bree, could you let us know? Do you heat the nuggets up for them, or I could speak. No, my my kids what? get that one too. Yeah, and they're fine. They're fine to eat that way. They're not uh, soggy. Yeah. Or... I, I mean, I don't even mean this as a negative. They're so processed. They could like I could put one of those things under my bed and leave it there for six months, and it would be <laughs> edible when you got it from underneath that bed. Or Let's qualify that. It would be as edible as it was six months prior when you put it under your bed. And it still tastes well, but I'd say that they're pretty um, preserved. So does any type of dunking sauce come with those? Yes. Okay. Fine, sir. Okay. Um, okay, meat, chicken. Let's see. Oh, by the way, there's starch-thickened ketchup for the dipping. Oh, yeah. starch Thickened ketchup? Is that what you said? Yeah, I like my ketchup thick. <laughs> yeah, uh, thick. <laughs> no, no need for soupy ketchup. Well, so is it one of the pockets? Like one of the? Is, there's a there's an area of the yeah the box that has the ketchup already in it, or I is it a packet? Okay, which I'm, is I'm seal, seal it's wrapped a, separately. 
There you go. That's Ooh. what I was getting ready to say. Well, now, if they threw in one of those fantastic packets of ketchup where you can either squirt it or dip it, now that would be worth the money, the price of admission right there. You steal that and put it in your, in your glove box for later when you get some, when you get some real chicken nuggets from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they're pro- they, they call them chicken dunks because they can't call them pigeon dunks because that's probably what they're- <laughs> <laughs> just some good pigeon for dunking foul dunks <laughs> <laughs> foul alright uh- <laughs> call them uh, <laughs> snipe dunks <laughs> <laughs> oh what was that thing uh, oh uh Oh, the cassowary, cassowary nuggets that come with a pint of oh, blood yeah. transfusion. <laughs> In one of our previous episodes, there was this violent bird that was dangerous. Sorry, you'll have to, but that's what it was referring to. As um, opposed to a violent bird that is not dangerous. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, number seven is extra cheesy pizza. What could go wrong with pizza? The Lunchable contains four pizza Pizza crust. This is a packet of pizza sauce. I said a packet. And two types of craft cheese. These cheeses are sharp, and the tomato sauce is tangy. Tangy. As well as sweet. <laughs> Sorry, can you say the word tangy with a straight face? I giggle every day. It's just so, it's a silly word. Anyway, tangy. Tangy. <laughs> Um, I don't think I can. (laughs) (laughs) Or you laugh shortly thereafter. Tangy. (laughs) Everybody's trying it right now. If our listeners aren't trying it, what are you even listening for? Uh, I would like to have a montage of all of everybody. Kind of like the, uh, the, um, I don't know why it made me think of this, but the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum where it has the, can you uh, make funny shapes or funny faces or, can you twist your tongue or something and you go around the corner and it's a double-sided mirror and you're watching everybody... Uh, <laughs> and everybody's falling <laughs> yeah. at you. Okay. But now, okay, let's stop and talk about these pizzas because, I, again, they would be better heated up, I think. So, Brady, oh, you, yeah. I mean, as one who heats up his Vienna sausages, I think you would be one who would go ahead and make the extra step of heating up your Lunchable, too. Your oh, pizza yeah. Lunchable. I, I mean, I still do not love cold food. Mm-hmm. I like cold cuts. I prefer them hot and everything. I don't. Obviously, I'll eat Subway and everything. But let me put it this way: it's not my first favorite. But yeah. that being said, um, the chicken nuggets. There is no way that just to eat those cold. I can't eat a cold chicken nugget today. Yeah, I, I've had the pizza ones, and I mean, I know that's a that's a pretty popular with the kids in, in our cafeteria. As a matter of fact, it's one of our lunches. It's one of our lunch options that that kids can have. It's a oh really? It's a lunchable, yeah. Um, but my my issue with those always was, and I don't remember which ones I ever took in my own lunch, but um, my issue was it it took it took too much work to make them. You know what I mean? Like you had to spend your first half of your lunch preparing your pizzas. <laughs> You know, Trying I don't want to. I don't need to be no damn Chef Boyardee to enjoy my elementary lunch. <laughs> Chef Boyard, not me. I want the pizza made for me when I go to eat it. Chef Boyard, don't. If, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Boyard, I ain't doing it. But yeah, I mean, it, it just seemed like it was it was fun to make them, and you had to worry about okay, you only had that one little packet of sauce and four crust discs. So if you put too much sauce on. One of them. Now, I always made sandwiches out of them, to be honest not, with not, you. Nothing worse. 
Yeah. Nothing worse than running out of ketchup for your 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 food, sauce for your pizza. Nothing worse than not having enough sauces to handle your foods. Yeah, because I like to take the sauce all the way to the edge, baby. All the way to the edge of the crust. <laughs> no handles needed on that pizza, Brady. Well, in, in the crust themselves, it's what I always imagined. Um, actually, I think I actually said this to a kid last couple years ago but anyway it reminds me of the things that like sailors from the 1700s that they'd had to pack in a burlap and barrel and like th those would be the crust the old you know sailors bread and that's what i imagine the pizza crust being right it's like it's like unleavened yes. breads, Ma it, like matzah you know like a matzah bread but, but i didn't know it had two cheeses in there that's interesting. i didn't know I did not. Because two, che two, two cheeses and one sauce. Now, what the, the the composition there is wrong? No, but I think it meant two types of cheese. He said. I think you oh, read gotcha, two types. Gotcha, I didn't gotcha. know there were two yeah. types of cheese. They looked the same. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know whether they. I guess did it say what type of cheese? It just said one of them was sharp. It, yeah, it just says one was sharp. sharp. Yeah. Yeah. So I always thought that was a strange adjective for cheese. Why did they choose that one? But I think it's perfect. I think it's because yeah. it perfectly. How else would you describe it? You, you, here's what you do. You get some extra sharp cheese, and you cut a slice of it. I don't know, about yay big? Yeah. And what you do is you lay it on your tongue and just let it sit there, and you'll know what they mean by sharp. Yes. It, it, it'll, it, it, it bites at your tongue. There you go. Little, or right. at your jejunum. I, I, do, uh, I do have some audience comments here. Uh, April said they make some pretty awesome adult Lunchables for all the non-domestic moms like me to go to field trip lunch every time. Didn't know they had adult Lunchables. Yeah, neither. <laughs> uh, Bryson Kennedy, welcome. Okay, feel like Bryson. we could feel like we could go deeper and rank the treats or quote desserts unquote within Lunchables. Personally, it would make my day to have a Crunch Bar with my meat discs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, th that that could be a secondary topic is to rate rate the uh, lunchable desserts, the treats, or or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Never never big I mean, enough. They're, they're pretty standard. I don't think there's a lot of variation. They're usually just um, like a crunch bar or an Oreo. <laughs> I've seen Snickers bars. Yeah, and, I've and, seen, and, and I use the word bar very loosely. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a Snicker flake. <laughs> it's I've seen Chips Ahoy. That's I was I was serious when I said the Chips Ahoy. I've seen those in there. Um, I don't know what else. I, chips. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Howard, no, 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 never cold chicken nuggets. At least put them in your armpit for two minutes. Uh. <laughs> uh, John, uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, yummy. Uh, Miss um, Wilson for Mother's Day at church. Her son told his teacher. That the favorite thing my mom makes for me is kids' cuisine. We normally had homemade things, so the frozen dinner apparently was a treat. Maybe Lunchables are the same. I get that. I, I, I kind of, yeah. I, you know, I, I have to say, I don't think that the, the actual things in the Lunchable taste bad. I mean, I think they taste no. they taste like ham, turkey, bologna, yeah. crackers, and cheese and stuff. It's not. I don't think the taste is bad. <laughs> 
uh, Kirsten, that's why my daughter won't take the pizza ones to school too long to make yep. and messy. Well, they put holes in the crust, for goodness sakes. Then the sauce goes right through and gets over the palms of your hand. Yeah. Yes. Whose idea it's like trying that? to ladle water with a colander, you know? <laughs> like, what's the point? <laughs> uh, Brie agrees with the extra sauce. Yeah. Always extra sauce. Uh, Howard at our church. We have gone to the plastic sealed wafer slash grape juice combo for communion. I call them the Jesus <laughs> snack pack. <laughs> uh, uh, Howard also, Todd, does it taste sharp or tangy? Good, good question. I think they, they have, they're in the same wheelhouse. They're in the same family, sharp and tangy are. So I guess so Miss Wilson says you could either call it the Jesus snack pack or, as she says, Lord's Lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> My, might want to move away from the sacrilege now. Brady, you want to continue? <laughs> I've lost track of where I'm at. Okay. Pizzas were the last one you did. Pizzas. Okay, yeah. So, oh, the uploaded deep dish pizza with pepperoni is number six. I think that pretty much says it all. Um, let's see. It comes with a pizza sauce packet that's the same size as the ones that come with other pizzas. Um, although he only needed about half of it to totally coat the crust. Boy, this guy's specific. Um, he said it's a little bit too thick once you get all the toppings in it, and it doesn't taste as good as the rest. Like, there's like the pepperoni is not as good as the deep dish and the sauce. So he is saying that the meatery is lower quality in the deep dish. I have a problem with this with this cat that's uh, <laughs> doing this ranking. First off. My own personal opinion is the deep dish variety would need to be warm even more, more hot. Because, I mean, the more, you know, the thicker the crust and the more, I mean, the fact of eating that cold doesn't seem too appealing. But I will say this. Ooh, yeah. How can the guy only use half of the sauce bag on a thick? <laughs> that sounds like an insult. <laughs> how can his sauce bag only use, no. How, how can he only use half of the sauce? Okay, so he uses half the sauce on this thicker crust and then talks about how the ratio's off with the with the toppings and stuff like that. It's because the sauce was off. He started off poorly. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I mean, think I think it's more of a sauce pouch, isn't it? Not a yes. bag. Sauce pouch. <laughs> a, a, a sauce sack. Like it's, <laughs> like it's carried around in a red cross band, you know, it looks like a donation bag. <laughs> That's but that's that doesn't make any sense. He only he only needed half the sauce, but then when he got done, I mean, so basically he needed to redo that, and he needed all the sauce. That was his problem. Had he started <laughs> with all the sauce, I think he would have had a little more fair uh, go at it. <laughs> Still laughing in sauce bag or sauce bag. Um, okay, number five is just simply pizza with pepperoni. In my opinion, the pizza with pepperoni gets the ratio of, there's that word again, ratio of crust, sauce, and cheese, and pepperoni just right. Compared with the off-balanced deep dish pizza, <laughs> it's essentially extra cheesy pizza, and one of the cheeses were substituted for pepperoni, and with the pepperoni being the star of the show, it rises above... This guy really took that one seriously. Yeah. I'm going to go quickly here because I'm kind of um, – number four is pepperoni and mozzarella cracker stacker. That's a nice so, combo. Yeah. So, I mean, it's essentially like the lunch meat except, I mean, it's just pep pepperoni instead of ham or turkey or – Yes, and it has the mozzarella instead oh, of like yeah. the American or – But no um, sauce. Uh, 
Nope. It says it says no pizza sauce required. It's so good. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> so he just said it's one of the it's the best ultimate tasting cracker stacker. Number three, nachos with cheese, dip, and salsa. It may seem weird that a tiny tortilla chip round with cold nacho cheese and salsa can be ranked this high, but its taste warrants the ranking. Finest cheeses, finest chips, finest salsa. I've had that one. That is pretty tasty. Yep. So, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Number two. Pizza kebabs. What? Pizza, How many kinds of pizza are there? Kebabs. Let me guess. So they are. I don't even want to guess. Yeah, I. I <laughs> It's a um, here's another entry I did not think would rank as high. The kebab wasn't I wasn't exactly sure what that was. I soon realized that the goal was to use pretzel sticks to pierce through pepperonis and American cheese slices to create a kebab of sorts. I was shocked at how good the resulting kebab tasted. And though admittedly, I got lazy and started using a rap technique, as in W R A P, not yeah. the music style. <laughs> um, so anyway. That was high on his list. It was tasty, good, and a nice combo. And are you ready for number one? Ready for number one. Uploaded Nacho Grande with cheese dip and salsa. Nacho Grande. Yes. This one comes with a separate bag containing much larger tortilla chips. Also, um, this, plus, this does reference a bag, not a bag of sauce. Yes. A bag of chips. Bag of chips. Um, so, uh, let's see, a container of cheese and salsa. It has all the goodness of the classic nachos, but packs it away more of everything good. The only minor complaint is that the containers, good God, this fellow, has square edges, making it tough to scoop out every last bit of salsa. (laughs) (laughs) So his complaint is the ergonomics. It's too angular, and he can't get the chip in. So he is wanting softer edges on his container. Yeah, Dump it on a paper plate and man up. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, so that was the top of the list. Um, I'm trying to think of anything that I've seen that wasn't on that list. Um, am I not? Re- I was thinking there was something like a, a spaghettio. Like a. I'm, I'm Googling uploaded Lunchables because I, I don't know what they mean by uploaded. I got to see a picture of this. Maybe up to the I size. think they're big, bigger sized. I think that was the whole. Okay, I see them. Well, so, hey, these had cheez Its in them. Um, or did you mention that? I missed, I missed it if you mentioned nah, that. Jesus. That one hasn't come up yet. And some of these have Pringles. Some of them have the little, uh, the little uh, cup of Pringle. And I see some of them have two Oreos. Oreo. Two, two Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. They do have a pepper. Uh, did you say pepperoni walking pizza? I didn't think I you said that, say one. that one. Yeah, it looks like there's a couple that didn't make the list, but, but, um, <laughs> You know, and you also had all the knockoffs, all the Lunchable knockoffs, all the, you know, uh, the, the different brands of, of, there were tons of different ones that, that were knockoffs of the original Lunchables. Well, Kroger has a whole line of uh, Lunchable knockoffs. Yeah. Passables. <laughs> <laughs> Interpret how you wish. 
Yeah, it's I, passable I, as a lunchable. It's passable as a lunch. I, I never minded it. You know, they, they, they it, it does make it easier to pack a lunch. It does I think you know, busy family, busy. Uh, no time to to make gourmet <laughs> crackers and cheese. Kyle Brewer, they need to make a yes. brunchable. Yes, they do. Now, what kind of now brunch that, are we talking? Adult brunch or kid brunch? Like some brie cheese. Well, they so you'd have a mimosa and uh, some brie cheese and a piece of cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well they do be... have adult lunchables. They're called the uh, I can't pronounce it, but uh, the shark coochie boards is what I'll call them. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the the various meats and cheeses. Let's see a big one today for lunch. <laughs> hold up! Hold up! <laughs> This is kicking it way back one of our earlier episodes, and Todd <laughs> broke Eric and I when in all seriousness, he said, I don't like, I like my various meats and cheeses. I do oh, like various meats and yeah, cheeses. You, you, you didn't say that snobbly enough, my I've various been, meats and cheeses. I've been known to overpay for a piece of plywood with meats and cheeses on it at a, at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Allison, uh, the super picky eater like her kid, they need Lunchable for yeah. her kid. Uh, Mr. Brewer, a quarter inch of sausage, egg, and biscuit for the win. <laughs> I, I'm in. I'm in. Sausage. <laughs> uh, Allison, P3 is the adult Lunchables. Oh, I eat hurt. those. Yeah. Never they don't have the, they're like basically a Lunchable without the crackers or the treat, aren't they? Yeah, it's pretty it's much, just, you know. It's just meat and nuts the, the, the and dry you, stuff. The, the hell you say. <laughs> no no treat? What, 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 what's up with that? No treat. That's that's not, again, that's worse than fun size. Well, it's probably, if they did, then what they probably do is put like one of those probiotic yogurt shots. <laughs> <laughs> code your innards while you eat it. I want a Lunchable except everything. There's nothing in it except the little crispies that you can order from Long John Silver's. <laughs> oh, Mr. Brewer and I were discussing Long John Silver's yesterday. You know you're Allie pathetic when you go order a, just a, an order of the crispies that come that fall off of the now, fish. Now, wait a minute. You you, you got to use the proper terminology. I want a basket of barnacles, please. <laughs> I don't think that's actually what they were called that on the menu. That is what they no, were called. I, I don't know about that. Yes. And by the way, when yes. I when I say you know you're a loser, I'm talking to myself because I remember many a time ordering extra, apparently barnacles on my on my <laughs> with my. I swear I don't. I never said the word barnacles while I was there. I just oh. called them crusties or crispies. <laughs> the, one of our one of my favorite Twitter people, uh, Super Seventy Sports, uh, nailed it last week. But he said, "I miss the days of Long John Silver's, where you feel like you were getting the true fine dining experience <laughs> with the pier and the pier ropes and on the outside, like you had to walk across the faux pier." And, it, <laughs> and he's totally right. I, I, I always liked it. I liked uh, Captain D's and Long John's. <laughs> had the big vat of vinegar if you were that kind of person that put that on your fist and uh, i always like the uh i always like the hush puppies yes the shush doggies uh, okay so the hush puppies i would i would eat a chunk out of the, the zip it canines <laughs> 
Uh, I, I would eat a chunk out of the hush puppy, then I would dump vinegar in it, and then I would uh, eat the rest of it. It soaks it all up, all that uh, bread and yeah, onion or whatever else is in those things. Yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You get a catch. <laughs> uh, okay, apparently Long John Slivers has changed his terminology. And they I never really. called him Barnacles. Yes, they did. They did. Yes, Brady will. Brady will. Well, you. I tried to Google it and it didn't come up, but I know because Brady. Brady verifies it. He knows because yeah. you guys probably just came up with. <laughs> I'm no. sure they. I mean. Does anybody else remember him called Barnacles? Yes. That's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> funny to say. <laughs> yes, I no, I'm going to tell you what happened. You guys went up and ordered Barnacles, and they laughed their asses off for the next three hours after you left because that nobody else called and them. And threw us off right. the big ear. Uh, apparently now they are called Crumblies. What kind of name is that? That's that's exactly what they're called. Crumblies? <laughs> <laughs> I said Krispies and Crunchies. It's the exact, it's, I, was I was a hell of a lot closer than Barnacles. Barnacles. It makes Crumbly. sense. That sounds like the name of the driver at like Downtown Abbey. Like Crumblies, bring it around the Rolls Royce. Give me some Crumblies. Crumblies. And then if you're going to order something called Crumblies, you have to order fish and chips. It's not Long John Silver's is fish and chips. Harish and chips. No, no. No. It says okay. It says here that it's not on the menu, but you can order a side of fried batter flakes. What? That's a lame <laughs> way. <laughs> that's okay. A, okay. It feels like a threat. I'm gonna give you. They some can actually be flakes. ordered as a secret menu side dish called crumbs, crunchies, or crispies. I believe I said all three of those. <laughs> or barnacles. <laughs> barnacles. Just give me a bunch of barnacles. Now. Now, now, seriously, Todd, let, let's think about it. Where would I have dreamed this up, and where would I have dreamed this up that Brady could verify it if it was never the case? This is the Mandela effect. The same reason that you guys say fist sandwich and stuff. No, that doesn't mean that's what they're actually called. You made that language up that's just like you made up barnacles. You probably were together. You probably were together when you guys came up with it. Mr. Heron, wrong. Yes, thank wrong. you. It's, it's an ism. <laughs> it's not an and, ism. And you've always been, you've subconsciously always been a fan of the alliteration. So a basket of barnacles, there's alliteration. Therefore, <laughs> you right. just. You Again. cannot wear a basket of barnacles without adding the R at the end of it. <laughs> give, me a, give me a basket of your best barnacles, please. Arr. I got to the best one. <laughs> All right. All right, hold on. We got some got some comments here. I, I, I've, I got, I've got Brewer, I've got Brewer crying. <laughs> he, he knows I'm right. He knows about the barnacles. <laughs> Even if you're right about him, the fact that you're saying where were Brady and I have, how would have we made up that together when you exactly. guys have known each other? But you've known each other for 50 years, and you guys are, and we have our own language, and you're asking how you could have made that up. I think that everybody can see how you would have made that up. <laughs> uh, Miss oh. Wilson. With, with your Lunchable, the parent can throw in some fruit, fruit box, and a veggie like carrots, etc., and then you have a full lunch. Now, you know, it, it, there are no fruits in Lunchables. Or, you notice they never went that route, did they? There was never a, things like that. There was never a healthy Lunchable where you know it was what? just like... <laughs> well, I mean, if the whole objective was to sell bologna, I mean, you're kind of behind <laughs> the, the eight ball health-wise there anyway. Yeah. But I'm surprised it didn't get a hold of, get taken control of and made to be healthier. 
Wendy Troutman, welcome. Uh, the hush puppies in North Carolina are very different in shape. Now, do you you must expound upon that. What what kind of shape are the hush puppies in North Carolina? They're more of an oblong spheroid instead are, of a. Are they well, North Carolina shaped? I've had I've had hush puppies that were more of a um, dessert type, like they come with like a cinnamon, like a cinnamon, like a butter, like a, a honey sweet yeah. uh, cinnamon butter type thing. Uh, they wear long johns and and they're more of a. Again, like an oniony grain or something inside of them. Dale called them crunchies. Howard never heard of barnacles. <laughs> <laughs> but but Howard, how would have Eric and Brady, two strangers, <laughs> thought of that right here on this night with a linguistic gem called barnacles? <laughs> now, now let's think about your argument here. We would not have used a, a true word like barnacles to call them that. We would have made up some stupid word. Yeah. <laughs> Barnacles, right? Some stupid word. Barnacles. <laughs> Barnacles. Isn't that a Greek Barnacles. god? <laughs> Those barnacles look like testicles. <laughs> uh, uh, Allison, they Ooh. put corn in them. Uh, the the the, uh, the hush puppies. So the hush puppies. puppies. The, the hush puppies in North Carolina are shaped like fingers. Interesting. Yeah, so very interesting. Like hush, hush fingers. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's. <laughs> Buy me some barnacles <laughs> and a coke. Yeah, so and some Howard milk. barnacles does beat fish droppings. <laughs> Fish pellets. Fish pellets. <laughs> Whale <laughs> boogers. <laughs> oh, have, oh. We, have, we, have we exhausted this? Uh, we're almost an hour in and we haven't really gotten to one time. <laughs> and if you edit, edit, it, edit out us laughing all the time, this it's going to be like 10 and, minutes. Uh, I was going to say, it's only, yeah, only half hour. Uh, Allison, <laughs> yes, the hush puppies are, uh, are have corn in them. Yes. All right. Anything else, Brady? I think we got through the list, didn't we? I think we got through this. All right. Well, with that, uh, we'll talk about our website once again, and we will talk about support. Uh, go to our support page on our website, and uh, let me add it to the stream here. Is it on there? Ooh, nope. Nope. Still showing our. Um... All right. I, I got. I got a. Got to learn how to work things here. I'm, I'm Todd, I noticed you're wearing a band shirt. I brought it out my <laughs> cure. Cure? Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. I'm remoning it. <laughs> there we go. Got our support page. Here we go. All right. So uh, visit our support <laughs> page, <laughs> playbyear.com. What? Is that, was that cat anus up there? Scroll up again. <laughs> it was. <laughs> And there it is. <laughs> it's next to the bottom row. Uh, it's middle middle picture. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> so we we only have five more episodes till the cat anus disappears. So let's, let's keep an eye on it. We should call it the cat anus disappearing episode. <laughs> that wasn't very original, but or that wasn't very uh, well thought out. But I just something to reference the cat anus. Uh, well, that'd be a good uh, good reason to. Celebrate episode 75. The cat anus is going to disappear. 
All right. Uh, the cat is in the room, by the way, and looking very nervous all of a sudden. <laughs> Imagine that. All right. Uh, play it by your podcast.com backslash support. This is our support page. Um, you can see our Hall of Famers there, all members of our podcast, Allison Chavis, Christy Rocky, Joe Rocky, Chuck Griffin, Savannah Brown, Jessica Longacre. Uh, I believe, I don't know if Joe's in the room or not. Christy's in the room, but uh, at least three of the five or three of the six are in the room, half. So uh, thank you all. If you would like to become a member of our podcast, click on that Buy Me a Coffee link right there. And uh, it will take you to buymeacoffee.com, which is our crowdsourcing uh, website. And uh, they'll set you up. But uh, thanks to all of our um, members. Uh, one more comment Thank here. Uh, Miss Wilson, I used to work at Burger Chef. Burger Chef and Jeff. Uh, we had a Mariner platter. I used to switch it up how I said it when I called back the order. First Mariners, then Mariners. Someone... <laughs> Maybe somebody at LJS was messing with Brady and Eric. Maybe somebody yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we happened to be at LJS together, and they called them barnacles. That's where we got it. Because I'm sure you guys never went together to, to Long John Silver's. <laughs> you guys just, yeah. they just wanted you to ring that bell when you were leaving. They wanted that happy ring as you walked out the door. R Isn't that the place that... You had to stop at the necessary room first. <laughs> Isn't that the place where you, you ring the little bell when you were leaving? I think yeah. that was Long so. John's. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find this. I, I will find what? it, and I will prove myself correct <laughs> that I just didn't dream this up. All right, Conti continue, Todd. Is it my turn? It is. It your is. Turn. All right. So tonight I'm going away from food, and I'm going music. And I know one episode a while back we did most misheard or misunderstood lyrics or something like that. Well, tonight I thought we would take a look. I am crossing lists here, and I thought we could throw in some of our own and uh, some worst or stupidest or dumbest lyrics of all time. So however you want to look at that. And most of these don't have much commentary with them, which, you know, so we can add our own commentary. So I'll just read the lyric that they're talking about. And I got to skip through some of these, pardon me, because as I'm looking through them, some of them are inappropriate, and I don't want to uh, risk <laughs> our TV-14. And then some of them I've never heard of. Like, there's a the first one on the list is a band named Razorlight. I've never heard of them. Uh, but apparently Razorlight has a song called Somewhere Else, and the lyric goes, I met a girl. She asked me my name. I told her what it was. So uh, pretty uneventful there with that with that lyric. <laughs> well, did did he ever say his name in the song? What song I, is that? I, I don't know. It's called "Somewhere Else" by Razorlight. I've never heard of I've never heard of them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go past them. I just I thought that was uh, you know getting started with a band we'd never heard of was interesting. But now we have the Killers. I know some of us know who the Killers are. Yeah. Uh, their song "Human." I'm down on my knees searching for the answer. Are we human, or are we dancer? Are, are we human or are we dancer? Yes, and the yeah. D is not capitalized, so it's not like a reindeer. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't dancer or reindeer, or was that even one of the dancers? Well, actually, I was going to use deer as the analogy because I think that's what he's implying. It's like one deer, five deer, one fish, five fish, fish. But um, but dancer is like, hey, there's one dancer. Man, there's a whole room full of dancer. Yes, but you don't get to change the way words are just for, like, like you don't, you know. Well, then our show we is continued. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, plus, are we human or are we dancer? Is dancer the opposite of human? 
when you say or, I mean, you're, you're suggesting that it's an opposite. Are we this or are we that? Are we dancer or, or are we human or are we dancer? Like oh. the only other thing you can be if you're not human is dancer. And the only <laughs> thing you can be if you're not a dancer is human. It's human. Number four, we got kiss. Oh, oh babe. <laughs> I want to put my log in your fireplace. You're uh, making that kiss. up. No, I'm not. It's a song from Kiss named Burn Bleep Burn. Uh, I've never heard that Kiss song. So if we have any Kiss fans out there, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me when you think of other Kiss songs and other Kiss lyrics. Yeah. So what, what was it again? <laughs> All right, you're going to have to stop looking at the Barnacles thing and pay attention to the show, Eric. You're the host. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. Deal with it like you were the Wendy's Chili. <laughs> It says, oh, babe, I want to put my log in your fireplace. It's a song from Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you laugh. Why, why is it funnier laugh. this time than it was a minute ago when I said it? So because, anyway, because I've never I heard this now, Kiss song. I just now heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm asking any Kiss fans out there, have you heard this song before? It's called Burn, B-word, Burn. See how, see how edited Maybe. I'm being? I am being a, completely appropriate tonight. Yeah, your, your mother appreciates it. That's right. So, but... Kiss is always known for their innuendo with their music. You know, so it's all bad. Like Love Gun? Love Gun, yeah. I mean, the entire My song. mom bought me the uh, Love Gun album when I was six years, <laughs> seven years old. Because, you know, and I bet she had no idea. <laughs> she may not have had any idea until you just said it. She might not have. <laughs> now, Brady, I know this one's going to hurt you because this was a Brady staple at your acoustic shows. But no, maybe, no, you didn't do this one. Never mind. But Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi on this one. Uh, I'm a devil on the run, a six-gun lover. So the idea, I mean, I guess that was also, that was written for a movie. Yeah. And we've talked before about a lot of times songs that are written for movies. Uh, I don't know if they're under some sort of time restraint or something, but they typically, they typically have some crappy lyrics in them. Well, because they're trying to make it fit the theme of the song, you yeah. know? Yeah. So. Missy Elliott. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. What's wrong with Six Gun Lover? He loves his Six Gun because he's an outlaw. I think the whole idea, again, is just that it's just a little too... I mean, most people that were cowboys didn't walk around... Now, if it was Six Gun they, Lover... They didn't go prancing about talking about their love of, of their weapon and their gun and stuff like, like John yeah. Bon Jovi did. Missy Elliott, number six. I, uh, take my thong off and my ass go Boom. Uh, so, the, so did did she pass gas or what? The only commentary says I'd rather not get too close when that when that happens. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not sure when uh, when an ass goes boom. I'm not sure exactly what else they could mean, but I don't I don't think that's what she means because uh, that wouldn't be something you would put in a song. But I don't know. Are you guys awake or what? I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't know if there's like a sound thing. I mean, like you're giving me no feedback. I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I just I'm a, I'm a, I have a hard time believing that Brady has nothing to say about a thong and an ass going boom. He sits back and says nothing. I just don't buy that. He's he's scared. I, this topic I, I, scares I, Brady. He's scared. I, I think I kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, I'm skipping that one. Uh, here we go. Oasis. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. Let's see if oh, Brady has something to say about this one. Here, here we go. Caught beneath the landslide in a champagne supernova in the sky. Again, I think most of Oasis lyrics are pretty lame. Uh, but that's not my worst. That's not my least favorite Oasis lyric. 
slowly walking down the hall faster than a cannonball is my least favorite Oasis lyric. I think they were trying to imply what they were feeling under the hallucinogenics that they ingested. But and couldn't I think that, that be couldn't that be chalked up to any song lyric that is ends up being lame though? I mean, like uh, we were high when we did that, or we were. Well, I mean, I think that they were trying to put into words what they were experiencing, and where he was probably trying to say that it felt like he was moving, you know slowly but he felt like he was moving fast i'm guessing i, I know I, I haven't read any liner notes or anything well but. i mean one could argue that any lyric can be explained so i but I, but still i mean some of them just come off as dumb and yeah, that one it, does it's, yeah, it's, it's uh here's one from a favorite band of mine thin lizzie and i've always thought this was a stupid line so i thought it was interesting it was tonight there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in this town my first yeah. place to look would be at the jail. The jail. The jail. <laughs> yeah, I, I never quite understood that. Maybe there's more than one jails, and maybe there's more than one jail in the town. But yeah, that line always kind of. I'm gonna have a jail break at the grocery store. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> tonight there's gonna be some barnacles ordered somewhere. Some Long John Silvers in this town. Indeed. Uh, All right, uh, I, I got got a comment here, a few comments. Uh, Joe, uh, his vote for worst lyric of all time, quote, swim through your veins like a fish in the sea, Uncle Cracker. Where's he swimming at? The place where the pea, the pea fish goes? Uh. Now, now Miss Wilson has a, 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 a reason for that lyric. Uh, Joe Rocky makes more sense when you realize it's about shooting up drugs. Yeah, is I think it, a lot. Is that, is that I think that? a lot of these could be chalked up as drug, drug induced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Howard had not heard the Kiss song, and he is a Kiss fan. And the other lyric about uh, the thong and the uh, going boom I means she, Missy Elliott, drops it like it's hot. Good. It doesn't mean that she's been eating too much of that <laughs> lunchable cheese. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, uh, new order. Uh, I'm trying to think of what New Order song. I know one New Order song. Didn't they have, what was their big hit? Um, Bizarre Love Triangle. That's not the one I was thinking of. But anyway, this is a song called Slow Jam from New Order. The sea was very rough. It made me feel sick. But I like that kind of stuff. It beats arithmetic. <laughs> so I think the idea there is they just wanted to rhyme with something was sick and they just <laughs> completely... <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's some nerd rock. <laughs> America, horse with no name. This is on several lists that I ran across here. In the desert, yeah. you can remember your name, for there ain't no one for. I don't know if that's a misprint. For there ain't no one for to give no you no pain. I don't know if that. Why? I don't know if that's a typo or what. There. I don't know if that's the lyric or not. But I know that to me always seemed like a weird song. Anyway, there's there's several lyrics in that song that, are, that don't make any sense. Because there ain't no one for to give you no pain. There ain't no one for to give you no pain. Yeah. I'm betting it just says there ain't no one to give you no pain. I'm betting the four is <laughs> yeah. back forward. The, the heat was hot and the ground was dry. The heat was really hot. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, well, let's see. There was another. Uh, let's see here. There's another lyric from that song that says... <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I can't find it. I'll move on. Black Sabbath, War Pigs. Now, I love the song. Yeah. But I've always had a problem with generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses. You can't rhyme a word with the same word and, and have it not come off lame. You can't. I mean, like, it's the same you just word. Drop homonyms. And I mean, yeah, I mean, you just, I don't know. Like they could have thought of something else. Duran Duran. I don't know this song. Is there something I should know? Oh, yeah. You do that one. Do I? Please, please tell oh, me. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. And fiery demons all dance when you walk through that door. Don't say, you're, in, don't say you're easy on me. You're about as easy as a nuclear war. In the 80s, nuclear war was easy. <laughs> or it could have been. Well, well, we never had a nuclear war, so it was no, really that, easy. that easy. Yeah. He's just implying that it'd be really easy to do it back then. It could have been. Probably still could be now. Yes. Toto, Africa. (laughs) (laughs) The wild dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless, longing for some solitary company. I know that I must do what's right. Sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. The Serengeti. (laughs) I think they were... uh, (laughs) I've actually read a. Okay, I hope I'm not misremembering this, but I actually read the Steve um, Lukather autobiography, and he made reverent like that they were actually looking at a National Geographic magazine or something, and they were it, it, it like they were just pulling it off of the pages and seeing if it would work. Yeah, I, I don't, I've always loved the song, but I've always thought the lyrics were kind of. Oh like, yeah, you two elevation. I've got no self control. Been living like a mole now. Going down, excavation, <laughs> high and high in the sky. You make me feel like I can fly so high, elevation. <laughs> Ooh, I bet okay. that's the only time a mole, a, 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 I bet that's the only time the animal, a mole animal has been referenced in a song. <laughs> I bet, <laughs> I bet you're right. Unless they, unless that. they mean a mole, like a, like a skin mole. <laughs> Or, or, or a spy, maybe. That's yeah, there you go. Kind of yeah, I never thought of that. All right, uh, Miss Wilson, uh, Neil Diamond, quote. Miss Wilson, that's on several of the lists, too, the, yeah. the I Am, I Said song. I Am, I Said to no one there and no one heard at all, not even, even the chair. Because we know chairs have ears. <laughs> Again, I think that's a, a rhyming attempt at. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rhonda, welcome. Uh, you sure it's not rhythm tick instead of arithmetic? Maybe, maybe it is. Could be. Could be. Uh, uh, Jim, uh, let's be honest. Some of the Beatles lyrics are awful. I am the walrus. Goo goo kachoo. I am the walrus is typically on all of the uh, dumbest songs ever. Like the entire song. Uh, it wasn't any of the ones I found here with the list, but I, I definitely could. Or with the lyrics itself. Here's ABC. That was then, but this is now. More sacrifices than an Aztec priest standing here straining at that leash. All fall down, can't complain, mustn't grumble. Help yourself to another piece of apple crumble. <laughs> Are you making up the last bit? No, I'm not making up. Because you must be at a family reunion. Have yes. another piece of apple crumble. At least he didn't say maple circle. <laughs> 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 nice uh, Snap, uh, rhythm is a dancer I'm as serious as cancer when I say Rhythm is a dancer <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah 
Or are they talking about they're serious for their zodiological sign? <laughs> Maybe so. It's uh, here's one. Here's a song called Des Des or called Life by Desiree or Des. I don't exactly know the song. I don't want to see a ghost. It's the sight that I fear most. I'd rather have a piece of toast. Watch the evening news. So you tell me they couldn't think of another word to rhyme with ghost than toast. How about most? It said I think most was was on there. How about coast? Uh, here's ACDC. Speaking of the innuendo, here's a song called "Let Me Put My Love Into You." Uh, it, I, I, by the way, I, I'm definitely reading this, having never read it before. So you're getting this on the show here. Let me put my love into you, babe. Let me cut my cake with your knife. <laughs> oh no! No wait! Whoa! 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 Oh. No. What? Wouldn't that be the other way around? Oh, well, Eric. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, the 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 uh, the uh, yeah. The, well, the, the, the mechanics part, don't the, work there. Let me cut my cake with your knife. Let, didn't say let me cut. <laughs> it didn't say you can cut my cake with your knife. But well, it did. It alludes to that. Let me cut my own cake. I'll cut my own cake. Thank you. But all I'm going to I'm going to need your knife. There, there's a knife in this scenario, and there's no, no, just never mind. I, I know no, what you're I saying. Know. I think everybody knows what you're saying, and I agree. But again, it's ACDC. What are you uh, saying, Eric? They had a Man. lot of innuendo and a lot of silly lyrics. Maybe it's an Australian thing. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody listened to ACDC for their brilliant lyrics. No. Uh, Dale has a good question. Is it apple crumble or apple barnacle? <laughs> <laughs> apple crisp. Hey, that is a thing. Would that be a seafood place at uh, Gatlinburg, the Apple Barnacle? <laughs> uh, I've never heard of this band, Kasabian, so I'm going to skip oh, it. Have you yeah. heard of that? Have you heard of it, Brady? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's a lyric. John was a scientist. He was hooked on LSD, interested in mind control and how the monkey held the key. That sounds like a band trying to like come off as, as pseudo-intellectual. Deep. deep when yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe it's a... Shock the monkey reference of Peter Gabriel. I think it's going back to missing link. I think he's trying to where the monkey had the key. Ah, I, nice. and I'm not on any drugs. Nice. That's just where I, uh, <laughs> well, is there something to be said though that you know, I, I think that which is a whole other topic. I think we could probably take these lyrics and and trace them back and try to figure out what they mean. But there's is there something to be said about if you have to do that, that it's a bad lyric. When you think about it, you get you get two and a half, three minutes in a pop song to 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 make it catchy great. or something, and you know if you have to spend, you know if you have to. Well, I appreciate a deep lyric. Well, yeah. Eric, I know one of my list sticks on there. Oh, uh, "Come Sail Away" was on there. Sacrilege. Uh, a gathering of angels. You can finish the lyric, Eric. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm yeah. talking about. That lyric was on that list, and I think it just said something about what. What kind of something or another BS is this or whatever, over the top or something like that? But they're theatrical. That was their yeah, right, right. Yeah. Here's a Pink Floyd song called "Bike." I don't know this one. No. I I know a mouse and he hasn't got a house. I don't know why. I call him Gerald. Because <laughs> he watches Thomas Tom and Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Honey, told us, honey. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't. One, I can't. one of the greatest Tom and Jerry's ever, right there. <laughs> the, Hoodie um, Thomas. Hoodie. <laughs> Not as good as a uh, Sambone or what or a uh, Hambone or Crambone. Crambone, yeah. Fro- Froggy Winnie Corton, he did rock. Cram- Crambone. 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 <laughs> All right, I can't read this Mick Jagger one. Um, I'll text it to you guys later. Uh, here's uh, the Kaiser ch- uh, Chiefs. Kaiser Chiefs, yeah. You work in a shirt with your name tag on it, drifting apart like a plate tectonic. That, I don't have a problem with that. Plate tectonic? Like yeah, an earthquake. Plate tectonics drift apart, continental right. drift. Right, right, right. But, but the plates drift away from each other, right? Yeah, that's what he's saying. That you're you're stuck in sameness, and you're doing the same thing. But even though you're, th- I, I th- wow, why am I way plugged in? I, <laughs> this is silly. I, I why is think, it making sense? I don't think anyone's surprised by that, Brady. Little Alice Cooper for uh, schools out here. We got no principles. We ain't got no innocence. We can't even think of a word that rhymes. See, I didn't know it said that in the song. <laughs> I guess I've never listened to the lyric enough, but I didn't my, know it said my, that. Might as well come out and say it, right? I respect that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Wait a minute. Stream. Principles or pr- like school principles or principles or principles. Because if it was principles, then not having a principle and having no innocence makes sense. Because in right. the absence of the principal. It's not principal, though. It's okay. Principles. It's principally. Um, Here's a song. Brady? I don't know, Extreme, a song called Naked. Some of these songs, I, like, I don't know where they're getting them because I thought I knew every Extreme song, but there's apparently a song called Naked. I bet Naked. it's from either the Salcedo de Rock or, um, oh, uh, Waiting for the Punchline. Probably one of the ones we don't know as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is a. Uh, this is definitely, you can tell the, from the, uh, well, even though Extreme was at the end of the 80s hair metal, um, I'll show you I'm every inch the man. <laughs> Measure all that you think you can. <laughs> so uh, I can see why that wasn't one of their biggest, <laughs> one of their biggest hits. <laughs> uh, here's a Prince song, "Super Funky Califragilisexy," is the name of the song, and the lyric says, "I didn't hear Julie Andrews sing that one." <laughs> Keep the blood flowing down to your feet, brother Louie will be around in a minute with a bucket filled with squirreled meat. Squirreled, squirreled meat. meat. What is squirreled meat? <laughs> Not squirrel meat. <laughs> what What does meat look like and taste like that has been squirreled? Somebody picked it up and went and put it in the plate. It's been squirreled. <laughs> if we have anyone out there that knows what that means, I would love some, some information. And nobody uh, claims it. That's how I'm going to explain it from here on out. Uh, the Clash. Should I stay or should I go now? If I go, there will be trouble. Trouble. Right. If I stay, it will be double. And I've always thought this too. Then you don't have it. Then it's an easy choice. (laughs) (laughs) If Okay, so here's the deal. You have two options. You can go, and it's going to be trouble. Or you can stay, and it's going to be doubled. (laughs) Okay, okay. I shall choose the other. So 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 here's my take on that. If he goes, there could be trouble. But if he stays, it's going to be trouble for him and somebody else. That's the double so, trouble. So it's a matter of can he be selfless? 
Correct. or selfish. It's it's more of a choice Correct. of selfishness versus selflessness. Yeah, if if I stay here, I'm going to do something I'll regret. If I go, I'll just be mad that I went. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm a poet. And you and didn't know it. it. Right. <laughs> Bob Dylan, uh, Ballad of a Thin Man, give me some milk or else I... Or, or else go home. Yeah, he sounds like he's gurgling milk when he's singing. <laughs> <laughs> John, it is bass, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, see if there's any other. I got a Van Halen song here. Oh. Why well, can't I, this I be know love? Van Halen. Yeah. yeah, I know that. That's always been, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Only time can tell if we stand the test of time. That is the, the worst lyric in rock history. Correct. I have I have one of my own, which I have uh, said on this show before. Uh, the uh, party in the USA, <laughs> bobbing my head like yeah, moving my <laughs> hips like yeah. No, it's dumb, stupid. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, that's pretty. Th- what about the uh, Friday song? Like the, Friday. remember that song? The it's Friday, Friday. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Here's a here's a, a classic. Color me bad. Remember the remember color me bad. Yeah. Uh, they had a song called "I Want to Sex You Up." <laughs> I wanna sex you up. Yeah, girl, you make me feel real good. We can do it till we both wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. So a little uh, sleep shagging is something that uh, it's uh, sleep shag. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone has an explanation for that one, I would love to hear it. Uh, please uh, don't. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I think that's all oh, here. I, bicycle race queen. I never knew this lyric was you say black. I say white. White. You say bark. I say Bite. Bite. You say shark. I say shite. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Oh, but you guys could never, ever <laughs> both come up with barnacles that long. <laughs> Todd, that's what you say to that's a shark. Just, no, well, here's the, here's the actual line. Did you know this? It says... You say black, I say white. You say bark, I say bite. You say shark, I say, hey, man, Jaws was never my scene. <laughs> Same as saying shite. But is that in the actual song? I'm going to have to listen to that. The, I, don't, I don't know. And what does that have to do with bicycles? I have no idea. <laughs> Just ask. question ever. What's that got to do with bicycles? <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers, Around the World. Bonafide ride, step aside my Johnson. Yes, I could in the woods of Wisconsin. <laughs> yes. That just, yeah. Indeed. But I guarantee you the this, this song sounded good. His lyrics have always been kind of dumb, too. All right, that's my list. But, yeah, I, I've always thought the, uh, the Van Halen. And then to go a little further with that, Sammy Hagar, uh, Brady knows what I'm going to say. The, uh, uh, the, the song here, uh, he, what was the song from Twister? Oh, uh, the Twister soundtrack. R- riding to the hot zone, skies are getting black. That one. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the story behind that, is didn't the, the studio tell him that they did not want a song about tornadoes? They tornadoes. Did yeah. And he, that's pretty much, yeah, he wrote a song. He made it about tornadoes. <laughs> so, any other lyrics that we can think of? I'm blanking out. I know there's got to be some. Um, 
yeah, I, there was a police song, and I'm trying to, um, well, okay, I don't want to say it's a bad lyric, but it always clunked on me awkwardly, is in Synchronicity 2, when he goes, there's a shadow on the tour of a dark Scottish lock. 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 He says lake the other two times, but on that one he says lock, and it just clunks. It's not sonically pleasing. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was trying to... There was one more that I thought I'd bring up here. I can't remember... check my list i could throw another dumb oasis one at you go ahead um in their song supersonic i know a girl called elsa she sniffs on alka seltzer she sniffs it in a tissue selling the big issue <laughs> now if that ain't drug related <laughs> yes yeah that's pretty lame you got All the right. classic black eyed peas this lyric yeah Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Or no, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, and Sunday. There you go. Brady, we played that song for years. I know. (laughs) All right, uh, Bon Jovi, or John Bon Jovi, uh, Blaze of Glory. I'm a devil on the run, a six-gun lover. Mr. Catch Me If You Can. (laughs) Right? Is that the lyric? Um, yeah. 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 Okay. I always hated this lyric, too. We used to do this song, too, Brady. Uh, the Killers, all these things that I've done. Uh, oh, yeah. I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier. I've always thought that was kind of... Uh, I, I get to play on words, but... Yeah. Still kind of lame. Yeah. We, we could infinitely rap about this because there's just, like, so many... There's so many. Where do you even yeah. start? But I, I think it's one of those things, too, where the fact that, I mean, all, almost all of these songs were, were by big band. I mean, it's like it doesn't, affect, yeah. it doesn't affect their career. It's not like, you know, I think that what does that tell us? Does that tell us that lyrics are not very important in a song? Yeah. <laughs> or does it, I mean. Uh, D- Deep Purple, song called Highway Star. That's a she's good song. Got, she's got everything. Like a moving mouth, body control, and everything. <laughs> you know, like I said, everything. <laughs> what? You know. What? <laughs> She's got what you know. Everything. She's not just a uh, pile of protoplasm. I mean, she got a moving mouth and a body control and everything. <laughs> well, what would be the opposite of that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, that's a, a, pile, a pile of protoplasm. I yeah. All right. Anything else? I don't believe so. I got news for all of them. We've written dumber lyrics than all that before in some of the worship parodies. Miss Wilson uh, does say in the Alice Cooper song, that is stupid, makes his point. The school's out. That it is, yeah. 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 Uh, Uh, Also says BG's holiday. It's something I think's worthwhile if the puppet makes you smile. If not, then you're throwing stones, throwing stones, throwing stones later. Yeah, that's that's out there. That is out there. <laughs> Can't think what I've just said. Put a soft pillow on my head. <laughs> Same song. Yeah. 
Uh, Miat Lawaf, according to Jim, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Why do I feel like James and I went round and round on this one other time? <laughs> 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 James, are you are you poking the bear? <laughs> he, okay, so he actually does say what he won't do in that song. I have to defend Miatlawaf here. He actually does say what he won't do, and then he just doesn't repeat it. So like, what he says he say? like he says. Well, let me damn it, let me find it here. <laughs> I used, I thought the same thing, but I'm a meatloaf fan, and I looked it up. All right, crazy meatloaf fan. Meatloaf, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would do crazy. All right, so crazy. so the whole idea is he says, but I'll never forgive myself if we don't go all the way tonight. And he keeps and he's like, I would do anything, but I won't do that. He's he's referring back. He's he's referring back to what a line he said earlier. It's it's not it doesn't work very well, but he it, when you read the lyrics, he actually does keep going back to the line he's saying, and then he's he says the line, and then he says, "But I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that." So, it does kind of make sense, but yeah, it is kind of dumb the way he decided to. Well, he didn't write it, but you know, Steinman. Yeah, yeah, Steinman. All right, anything else? All he, good. I know one of the lines he says, "I'll never forgive myself if we don't go all the way." I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. I do it, but I won't do that. It's meaning I won't forgive myself if we don't go all the way. Um, I, I did not know I, that. I'm, I'm with you. It doesn't work well. It doesn't, but it, yeah, it works better reading it than it does listening to it. Correct. Which again right. is is who's to say whether that uh is a good take when it comes to writing songs. Okay, so. Uh, with that, we will talk about our website again, and we will uh, talk about the isms on our website. Isms. Isms. If I can get to the proper tab here, as I always share an ism from our website here. So uh, the ism tonight is hot dog handle. <laughs> uh, definition of a hot dog handle, it is an unflattering epithet. For someone that is being an unpleasant or offensive presence, its origin comes from the discarded end of a hot dog and its uncanny resemblance to a human or animal anal sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, parentheses, butthole. <laughs> butthole. Uh, Why didn't you put butthole? It is impressive. And in in the uh, sentence, (laughs) that dude just ignored the clearly marked incoming traffic does not stop signs and stopped while driving into the Eastgate Mall parking lot. (laughs) What a hot dog handle. (laughs) That's not a run on sentence at all. (laughs) Not not at all. Stop being a hot dog handle. It was genius. So, yeah, if you're uh, interested in our isms, they are on our website. You do need to change that to buttle, though, and, that, and then have that link to that to that to the ism, to the bu- to the buttle ism. Buttle. <laughs> I'm not sure buttle is in the isms. So someone's going to have to make someone's going to have to make up a, a definition. My gosh, how old are we? Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Maybe. Oh. Uh, all right. So, last topic of the night, as always, the game. The game. Game. All right, our game tonight is guesstimation. 
Guesstimation. All right, so uh, we haven't played this in a while, but uh, very simply, Guesstimation uh, is what it says. Uh, our uh, co-host, co-host will guess uh, based upon certain scenarios or uh, data that I present in different categories. Categories. Uh, you gentlemen will need something to write with, by the way. Oh, and write on, I assume. Yeah, write in, write on, write on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all that stuff. <laughs> All right, so uh, the gain has five categories, and those categories are numbers in nature, dollars and cents, time traveler, world records, and no way. So uh, very simply, the person who guesses the closest to uh, the actual number or uh, whatever here in the scenario will get the point. Um so, uh, Allison, by the way, yeah, I'm going to put this comment up. Uh, congratulations to Allison, by the way. She's getting ready to retire. Uh, now, I had uh, Allison in school. I was uh, her teacher, and I'm very jealous of her. She was in the Army. Now she will get to retire, and I'm still working. But uh, Well deserved. Congratulations to well her. Well deserved. Yes, well deserved. Thank you for your service. Uh, she is, however, going to use hot dog handle as she exits. That's what she says. <laughs> so... Uh, Rhonda, I never understood the Phil Collins song Susudio. Susudio was a, a girl, I guess. I don't know. Other than that, I, I don't know. I'm with you. I, it doesn't make much sense. Well, she is, did she stutter? Susudio. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 or did Phil stutter? <laughs> I think Phil maybe stuttered. All right. Are we ready, gentlemen? Ready. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, we we drew straws backstage, or lots, as it were. Todd, you win. You get right. to go first. I'm so going to win. Yeah, you get to pick the category. Once again, they are numbers in nature, dollars and cents, time traveler, world records, or no way. Shit. <laughs> that is not a category. No way. No way. All right. So, uh, gentlemen, you will uh, put your guesses down in writing, and again, we will see who's closest to uh, the actual number. Okay, in the year 2005, a woman from California sued Wendy's after she found a severed finger in her chili, along with the celery. (laughs) It turned out to be a hoax, and she was charged with attempted grand larceny. How long... Was her jail sentence? So once again, the year 2005, a woman from California sued Weenies. After she found a severed finger in her chili, it turned out to be a hoax. She was charged with attempted grand larceny. How long was her jail sentence? Got it. I got it. All right, Todd, what is your guess? Nine days is Todd's guess. Brady, what is your guess? Four months. Four months. Man. Um, well, Brady wins the point. Yeah. Todd circle gets her, her uh, <laughs> yeah, circle gets his yes. Her sentence nine years. Hey, I grand. had nine. I had nine in yeah, my hand. You, you did have nine, but uh, no. not not close. Yeah. Hey, Todd, did your um, notepad, did it say dog lips? <laughs> I said, I saw dog, and it said L-I. 
dog. It's a dog's life. life. Okay. Life. All right, uh, Rhonda, her guess was seven years. She was much closer than you two. Jeez. All right, so Brady gets the point. Brady is up 1-0, and Brady gets the choice of categories here. We'll play to 10, playing to 10. Numbers in nature, dollars and cents, time traveler, world records, or no way. Time traveler. Time traveler. All right. In the year 1986, the United Way held a fundraising event in Cleveland, it was intended to be a harmless balloon-releasing publicity stunt, but changing weather conditions pushed the balloons back over the city. The ensuing chaos was blamed for many injuries and two deaths. How many balloons were released? Can you read it one more time? I can read it one more time. In the year 1986... The United Way held a fundraising event in Cleveland. It was intended to be a harmless balloon-releasing publicity stunt, but changing weather conditions pushed the balloons back over the city. The ensuing chaos was blamed for many injuries and two deaths. How many balloons were released? So uh, our I previous question. Hold on. Uh, our previous question, and Miss Wilson said uh, her sentence was actually 10 years, but one was taken off for just saying one finger. <laughs> <laughs> wonder which yeah. finger it was <laughs> i don't know all right all right todd you ready yeah brady okay brady you're up Ten thousand balloons Ten thousand balloons todd i said 99 red i'm just kidding I didn't. <laughs> 99 red i said balloons. It's hard to gauge the light here. I said 700,000 balloons. 700,000 balloons. Thousand. Um, so Rhonda chimed in. It was millions. I've heard this story. Then I got it. <clears throat> the number was actually 1.5 million <laughs> balloons. Beans. Beans. And uh, Jim, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys, turkeys. could fly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that knots it up at one. Balloon knot. Get it? We're all, <laughs> we're all dog knotted up. <laughs> uh, That's something you hear at a racetrack on a Saturday night on a dirt track. I'm, I've heard that way too many times. <laughs> all right. Uh, Todd. Yes, sir. That is millions, Rhonda. Yes, it is. What's your uh, what's your choice in category? Numbers in nature, dollars and cents, time traveler, world records, or no way? World records. World records. Like your world topic weapons. from last last week. All right. <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of a roadrunner uh, coyote. The Acme Oyster Eating World Championship. Yeah. Is held Oysters. every <laughs> is held every year in New Orleans. Contestants compete to consume as many oysters as possible in eight minutes. Sonia, the Black Widow, Thomas <laughs> holds the record for eating how many oysters in eight minutes. How do you get that name as an oyster eater? I mean, did she also kill her husband or what? I mean, it... probably with her oyster breath. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I heard she's so, a very yeah. selfish person. A <laughs> <laughs> shellfish. <laughs> so how many roysters did she eat in how many minutes? Eight minutes. Eight, eight minute eight minutes worth of roister eating. That's a lot of <laughs> Are these on the half shell or are they are they in a casserole? Yeah. <laughs> Dressing one third of a shell. <laughs> I would guess I would guess half shell, but uh, eight minutes. I'm gonna guess eight minutes. I'm not gonna do math out loud. Acme Oyster Eating World Championship. Is it Acme the sponsor or are they Acme Oysters? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. If I do my math out loud, uh, it's going to expose how bad at math I am. So, <laughs> But I'm trying to think. If I, I don't eat oysters. I've never eaten an oyster other than an accidental oyster in a, a stuffing that I thought was not oyster <laughs> stuffing. <laughs> or dressing. Accidental oyster. I can't remember if it was dressing or stuffing. <laughs> Same, same. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> say, is this the motion when you're eating? <laughs> Throw it back. Snot. Royster snot. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I think you're putting way, way, way too many... Thoughts I got a winning streak I got to protect here, man. Uh, okay, so eight minutes. I'm going to say. Got it. All right. Well, what's your answer? Oh, I go first. Yep. <laughs> 75 Roysters. <laughs> 75 Roysters. Brady? I said 400 Oysters. Oh, my God. Four hundred firsters. Uh, if that's even close, I will be absolutely amazed. Now, Jim guessed two forty-five. Well, Veranda guessed three hundred. Are, are you guys that are uh, guessing? Are you uh, eaters of roysters? Because I really don't. I don't eat them, so I don't know. Uh, Brady actually ch- shortchanged the Black Widow. Wow. Uh, Thomas holds the record for eating how many roysters in eight minutes? And that number is 564 wow. roysters. And that's how I'm. That's how bad I'm asking. Because I was thinking 10 oysters a minute, but you would slow down so you wouldn't get to 80 oysters. I was I, I was way off. <laughs> Obviously. All right, Brady. Two to one lead. Your 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 choice. Um, let's go. Was it in nature or something? Uh, numbers in nature. Yeah. Yes, uh, Rhonda, you you swallow them. You don't really chew them. Yeah. And and that's what those 564 oysters sound like. (laughs) It's like snarfling a big old tub of jello. It's like, like, I mean, it's essentially the same goop that's around a Vienna sausage. Not it's not like, a cook, not a cooked Vienna sausage. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now that's uh, what the, that would be a good competition to see how many Vienna sausages you can swallow whole. You can't bite them; you got to swallow them whole, like a like a roister. Ironically, isn't uh, Heimlich Austrian? <laughs> uh, all right, Brady. Yeah. Although yeah. the city of Cairo is normally a warm and dry place. And the city receives less than one inch of rain every year. Yeah. It snowed there in 2013. 
prior to 2013, how many years had it been since it last snowed in Cairo? All I know is I'm writing this. If one of them slipped and fell, would they go to the chiropractor? Nice. I was trying to think of a syrup joke, but I couldn't think of one. (laughs) (laughs) There's the joke in itself, right? I wasn't even trying to be funny. (laughs) Only, only if that uh, if that uh, syrup joke is has dough ball in it. You catch him carp, you know him carp have him good eating. <laughs> good eating. Good eating. Take out the yeah, take out the mud vein though. Somebody said post- good eating to me non-ironically last week. <laughs> I saw- and it took everything I could to keep him busting out laughing. I saw a serious. I saw a post on Facebook, I don't know what, what it was from, but somebody was holding they were holding a carp and uh and then somebody else said, they said, this is a carp or whatever. And they gave some facts about it. And then the first comment said, like, you know, they're, they're, uh, basically they're hard to catch or whatever, but fun when you catch them. And I, I was so wanted to put, <laughs> and they're good eating, but you got to remove that mud vein. But I figured it would come off as rather dumb. I should have sent it to Doug. Doug would have commented on it. <laughs> All right, how many years? I'm right? thinking at this rate, we're only going to get to five instead. Oh, yeah. Let's see. How many years prior to 2013 had it been since it last snowed in Cairo? Or Cairo, as it will. <laughs> so, Miss Wilson, in uh, response to the uh, Royster question, that was a BTO lyric, right? Slide, <laughs> slide, slide, let it slide. Yes. Good song. The old Bachman Turner Overdrive. The old SJ Turner Overdrive. <laughs> you guys had me convinced that his dad was in that band. <laughs> Young and gullible. Yeah. That's what that's what vinyl countdown's called, right? The SJ Turner Overdrive. That's right. Um Brady Liming in his barcodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brady. Hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were that on a sign one time. <laughs> the noble hard men. <laughs> um, no ball, no balls, hard men. <laughs> Go ahead, Brady. <laughs> All right, seventy-eight years. Seventy-eight years. Seventy-eight years. Oh, he says, uh, Todd. I in the ballpark. I went forty-eight years. Forty-eight. Well, Rhonda says a hundred. 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 Jim says a sixty-nine. Hundred sixty-nine. Uh, actually, it's 112, 112. Brady's beat me, but you can't feel good about this, Brady. We're not, we're not close on any of these answers. <laughs> no, no, I feel plenty good. All right. Whose turn is it? Hey! Uh, Brady's. Awesome. No, it's awesome mine. Yeah. No, it's, Todd. It's your turn. Yep. Todd? Yep. What's your choice? Oh, I never remember the, the categories. Um, Number numbers in nature, dollars and cents, time traveler, world records, or no way, no way, no way, way, no way. All right. According to the American Cancer Society, what percentage of smokers are able to quit smoking on their first attempt? I used to work with an old pipe fitter that would. Told me the fella doesn't have any willpower if he doesn't quit at least once a day. <laughs> when I used to, when I was trying to quit tobacco, that's what he would tell me. 
Once again, according to the American Cancer Society, what percentage of smokers are able to quit smoking on the first attempt? All right, I got my answer. All right, Brady, you got yours? I, I do. All right, Todd? Eleven. Lebanon. Lebanon percent. Lebanon. Brady? Thirty-two percent. Thirty-two percent. Come on, mama. Both uh, Rhonda and Jim say five percent. And the actual percentage is seven percent. Todd with the points. Yeah, Brady, that was. uh, Um, Yeah, I, I overthought it. All right, Brady, you're up. Yeah. <laughs> you see here, it's uh... you're up three to two, and it's your choice. Um, <laughs> let's go. Is there one we haven't done yet? Uh, dollars and cents. Uh, dollars no, and I don't cents, like y'all. that one. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's go numbers in nature. Numbers in nature. You know, little baby. Of course, Brady would pick the animal one. All right, Brady. The Komodo dragon is the largest lizard on Earth. According to researchers at the National Wildlife Federation, how many times do they eat in one year? Komodo dragon is the largest lizard on Earth. According to researchers at the National Wildlife Federation, how many times do they eat in one year? This is how immature I am. I just now realized that Komodo Dragon had the word commode in it. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with a dessert pie out of the commode. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet Dragon. <laughs> that's a different, that's a whole different animal. It's <laughs> 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 in the same category as the brown eye bullet. I nearly escaped the Toilet Dragon in there, boys. <laughs> 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 Release. Uh, it, was a, it, was, it, was a, it was a bearded toilet dragon in there. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. That, you're killing me, guys. I forget, right. I forget the question now. It's like, um, <laughs> how long, how many, how long t- did, how how many, many times did the dragon t- eat? In a year. In a year. Okay. In a year. <laughs> yeah. Brady, I'm ready. All right. So I changed my answer. Twenty-two times a year. What? Twenty-two, 22 times, a year. times per year. Todd, mine's a bit different. I say four. 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 Three or four. Four. <laughs> okay. Rhonda says ten. Jim says fifty. How many ever times at once? Uh, uh, Rhonda is closer. The actual number is 12. So basically once a month. So I get it? Moto Dragon, yes, you get it. Yeah. I was was thinking once a quarter. Once a a quarter. Yeah. So it's a tie. Should this be the final? It's a tie. We said we're going to five. I got time. We're going to five. Oh, yeah. You scared? What is this scared sudden, you're sudden scared, death you scared, speak scared, of? Scared you're going to lose? Sudden, sudden no. death he's talking. All right, Todd. 
Yes, sir. What's your choice? Man. <laughs> can you repeat them again? You know what? When we play this game in the future, can you have a graphic up there that has the categories? I'm, and I say that in all seriousness. I ask that. I'll, I'll, say, I'll see what I can do. Can numbers in nature. Numbers in nature, dollars and cents, time traveler, world records, and no way. World records. World records. All right. The Beatles. We all, the Beatles. Hold the record for having the most singles reach the top spot on the Billboard Hot 100. How many number one songs did the group have? The Beatles hold the record for having the most singles reach the top spot on the Billboard Hot 100. How many number one songs did the group have? Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Todd? 19. 19. Brady? 19. I said 21. Ooh, wow. This is tight. This is very tight. <laughs> this is tight. Uh, Jen Jim says 33. Rhonda says 15. Uh, ooh, I wonder how I'm going to do this. <laughs> Actual number is 20. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either we both get a point or neither one of us get a point. Or Brady went over. Price is right. Uh, <laughs> or name as many as you can name. Oh. oh. You know I'm more of a monkeys fan. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll say neither get a gets a point. Okay. Neither. Neither. Okay. Uh Todd, uh, we'll let you choose again then. Okay. Let's go right back to the world records. All right. Uh Coronation Street. Holds the record for the longest soap opera in British television history. The first time a character swore on the show was in 1961. How many viewers wrote to the station to complain? So Coronation Street holds the record for the longest soap opera in British television history. The first time a character swore on the show was in 1961. How many viewers wrote the station to complain? Got it. All right. Todd goes first. Are we, okay. are we doing some kind of newfangled math? Well, no, but what I want to show you is how big of a dork I am. So every one of these, I take notes while you're talking. Right. So my notes say Coronation Street, long history, 1961, swearing how many how many viewers. All right. Um, I, like that's going to help me because I, I don't know nothing about this show. I, I said 88,000. 88,000. Brady? We're thinking like sort of, Todd. I said eight. Eight. Okay. You know, I wouldn't be surprised because I was actually thinking about going zero. Zero. Uh, Jim says 1.2 million. That number says, crossed my mind too. 1.2 million. 10,000. I'm serious. I actually thought. <laughs> <laughs> Are you mocking him? No, I'm not. Mo- I swear, James. I was think I almost wrote 1.2 million. I pulled in just under it. <laughs> a couple hundred, a couple hundred thousand under it. Kirsten says a hundred thousand. The actual number of viewers who complained about the Coronation Street 
first swearing. 83. 83. Brady gets the point. Gosh. And you know what the offending word was? Damn. Damn. <laughs> No. Now, P.S. Now, shit. Pelican schnapp. Pelican schnapp. Now, keep in mind, it's Great Britain. So, what do you think? Bloody. 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 It's all right. Brady on the verge. He's he's in the barn. He's in the barn. He's in the barn. The barn. Where's Brady? Oh, he's in the barn. In the barn. The bony beard. Up the <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brady, your choice. Uh, I would like to go all different. All, uh, time travel. Time traveler. All right. <laughs> could, win, could win the game. All right. In the year 2015, American Pharaoh won the Belmont Stakes by an impressive five and a half lengths. By how many lengths did Secretariat win the Belmont Stakes in 1973? Can you repeat the question? I think there's some important details in that that I need to hear. (laughs) In the year year 2015, American Pharaoh won the Belmont Stakes by an impressive five and a half lengths. How many lengths did Secretariat win? Win the Belmont Stakes in 1973. Hmm. I have my answer. Wasn't there a movie about? Wasn't, I wish I'd have watched that movie now. <laughs> Are you now, thinking uh, of Sea Biscuit? Could have. Oh, there is. Yeah, I was. Sea, wasn't there a movie about Secretariat too? Uh, horse Biscuit. I could have and, measured and, the horses. And, and <laughs> just, just just a little. Uh, FYI here, why you guys are, while you're thinking, Todd. Uh, Secretary still holds the record for the fastest times in all three races of the Triple Crown, even to this very day. Nice. Wow. Um, and Secretariat, I, as I remember, had uh, a uh, a large a larger heart. It could pump more blood, and it was it made him able to really run faster. Yeah. Hmm. All right, I got it. Okay, Todd, what it. you got? That's Brady, isn't it? Oh, Brady is. I Brady. said 14 lengths. 14 lengths. Todd? I said 15 lengths. Oh. 15 lengths. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I got a spit catcher on my microphone. It'd be oozing right now. <laughs> Rhonda said 12 lengths. Lengths. Jim said 7.5 lengths. The actual number of lengths? 31. Wow. Lengths. That was a spanking. It was a spanking. So, once again, knotted up at four. four. So, this is for all the marbleys. This is is for all the (laughs) marbles. Todd. Do you yes. need me to run down the category? Yes, I do. <laughs> Numbers in nature, dollars and cents, time traveler, world records, or no way. I think I should make you all do dollars and cents because this is this is it. And you guys haven't chosen dollars and cents yet. Yeah. All right. Dollars and cents. Dollars and cents. I'm game. For the mayor bulls. Game. <laughs> all right. 
Todd, when Barack Obama became president, his annual salary was $400,000. What was George Washington's salary as the first president in 1789? Brady probably knows this. So once again, when Barack Obama became president, his annual salary was $400,000. That was in the year 2008, or he's elected in 08, became president in 09. Uh, what was George Washington's salary in 1789? All right. Okay. Got it, Brady? Yes, I do. Okay. Todd, what do you say? One dollar or one, free. One doll hair. <laughs> uh, Brady? I went with $150. $150. Not sure why I'm laughing, but for some reason that sounds absurd. <laughs> that sounds more absurd than one doll hair. I was going to say... George Washington would have taken his gloves off and smacked you about the face if you would have offered him $150. <laughs> uh, Allison guesses $2,000. Uh, Jim says zero did not take a salary. That's what I'm thinking, James. Er uh, Rhonda says same salary. It's never changed. And actually, a uh, little historical footnote here, which is not on the card, but I'll give it to you anyway. Uh, Barack Obama was the first president to receive $400,000 yeah. because it was $200,000 up until... Yeah, I thought he had doubled it. It had doubled under him. Um, the first salary for president when George Washington took the office in 1789, $25,000. Gosh, Brady's going so to win, win. win with that pathetic number of 150 <laughs> Brady does win with the $150 right. answer. Can we look it up, though? Because I think James and I, I, I thought I heard where he waived his salary. He did waive his salary as being the general of the armies, but not as president. Oh, you sure about that? Like, I am sure about that. Um, now, I won't argue with that like I will about Long John Silver's barnacles because you know your stuff when it comes to history, but I know my stuff when it comes to fried. <laughs> it seems like Crusties. I remember <laughs> well, uh, President Trump was the only, wasn't he the only president to just flat out refuse a salary? Well, he well, was he still paid the salary. salary yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I I thought George Washington waived it, but I I also could have been confusing that with what Eric was saying about he waived his. Uh, yeah, he didn't take any salary to be a the, general the of the, yeah. in the Continental Army. That's correct. Yeah. All right, so Brady with the win. I do know that George Washington, I believe, still, I think, is the wealthiest president we've ever had. Um, if you adjust in if inflation. you adjust for inflation, yeah, yeah well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he's the wealthiest. Trump. One of the wealthiest. I, yeah, I, I, th was... I think up until Trump, he was. Well, okay. yeah. well, yeah, I never thought. Yeah, of, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, with that, gentlemen, uh, want to remind everyone our audio will come out on uh, Friday at 3 a.m. As always, you can uh, find it on most uh, platforms for podcast anywhere that you can find them. Uh, most generally. I, I won't say everyone, but most of them. Uh, video. Uh, this uh, video will be archived on Facebook Live, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Twitch. Thank you. Twitch. Twitch. All right. Uh, our social media uh, links can be found on our website. 
Uh, all the information about our, our podcast can be found on the website. You can interact with us via email, uh, by emailing admin at playitbyearpodcast.com. Uh, if you uh, want to leave a voice message, we, ne- we never bring that up anymore. But if you want to leave a voice message, you can click. There's a link at your podcast provider where you can do that. So We would actually, I missed the voice messages. We need to, hear, we need to have people call us. We do. Please call us and leave a message. All right. Uh, goodbye to Jim. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Uh, thank you Kirsten. all. Thank you, Kirsten. See you this weekend, uh, Kirsten. Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda. Uh, uh, Allison, uh, I think he is. If you take into consideration his properties at Mount Vernon and so forth. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I always yeah. knew he was he was up there. I never thought about Trump. Trump might have passed him up, but I, I always knew George Washington was, was ranking up and, there. And actually, if you want to get real technical about it, it wasn't Washington's money. It was... His wife's Martha's money. money. Martha's right. money. Yeah. yeah, Martha had the, she had the green stuff. She, she did, just like, uh, just like Lincoln's wife had the money and he didn't. But uh, yeah. Anyway, all right, uh, gentlemen. We should have a whole. Much. We should have an entire podcast about presidents, but not sure. political. Right. Right. No. Par- no partisanship. Pres- presidential just, facts. Presidential facts. Yeah. And, and, and we can make up our own facts. That would be fun. <laughs> That's usually what I do. Yes. Oh, right. uh, wishing everyone a very safe and happy Labor Day weekend coming up. Yes. Indeed. Happy Labor Day. Yeah. All right. Enjoy your time away from your job, hopefully for a day or so. Yes. All right, Todd, take us out. Peace, guys. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.